Welcome to February 2024's Alignment Report. This episode might sound a little more disorganized than you would typically hear from me. I think a lot of it is residual excitement from my book launch day. Of course, that's where I'm starting this episode. I launched a book in February. Beyond Brand Voice went live last Friday, February 23rd. So far, it's for sale on Amazon. It's also going to be available on Bookshop and possibly a few other places. But for now, that's the spot. You are going to want to order a copy and read this book if you write anything in your business. I'm talking emails, social media posts, even like if you've created an intake form. The target audience for this book is service-based business owners who are solo entrepreneurs. So much of what is out there is written for people who work in B2B, business to business, but my clients are all in the B2C niche. You likely work with individuals, not other business owners. That means that this is for you if you're a service provider, like a lactation consultant, interior designer, osteopath, therapist, anything in either a wellness or creative field where you deliver services to individuals or sometimes groups. And Solo entrepreneur, meaning you work mostly on your own, or you might have a small team of people that you outsource to, but in general, it's you and your service-based business. If you've heard the expression of small business owners wearing all the hats and you identify with that, the information in this book is going to resonate. A lot of business is actually truly communication. I'm communicating with you right now. And yet no one or hardly anyone is talking about how to talk to the clients that you already have and how to reach the clients that you wanna work with next through your words. So it's no wonder that you're feeling lost when you're sitting down to write content. It can express in all sorts of ways, right? Like being tempted to drop huge amounts of money on a copywriter for your website or even when you're writing your own bio and you're second guessing yourself constantly over and over and over again. All of my clients start our work together feeling self-conscious maybe is a good word about the words that they're using or definitely overthinking what they might be saying. But then we work through that together until the words feel good. And that's why I wrote a book that extends that experience to you without having to work with me one-on-one, though that's fun too, and teaches you how to talk, how to write your way, make sure that everything is cohesive and consistent in your personal brand. If I sounded one way on this podcast, but then I went and I talked another way on my website, and then I sounded different on social media, then in a call or you met me at a networking event and I talked completely differently about who I am and what I do, you'd be confused and you might gradually forget this show existed or you might misplace my Instagram handle in your brain and maybe there'd be a point when you just never listened to the podcast or you never read anything from me again. Not to sound dramatic or anything, (laughs) but when there's a rapid tone shift or when you're hearing so many things that it's, it's unclear, you're not being memorable, which is a problem because memorable sells. And the reason that we're all attracted to consistency is very much psychological. It's a strong preference that our brains have. So Beyond Brand Voice is a short book all about finding that consistency through your message, through your positioning, so that your voice matches everywhere that you write, that you talk, so that you can sound on brand. It's as important a part of branding that has nothing to do with your colors, nothing to do with your logo. You want to sound like you. I've heard this from easily 90% plus of my clients throughout my seven years in business. So the whole book I've written to help you figure out what that is, what you is, if you had to box it up, 
and put it into a clear document that you can pull out yourself when you're coming up with something new. And then you can also reference it to make sure that it matches. You can also use this, I call it a one pager, when you hire an assistant or when you work with a business partner, maybe you're both writing certain pieces or for example, if you're redoing your website with the help of a designer, you can hand off this document, it's one or two pages, that explains exactly how to communicate in your brand voice. Once you have that one pager, your words and your sales, they get stronger. Brand voice personally makes me feel really flowy. When I use a word that's out of alignment, I find I can feel it in my gut, which makes sense because I'm sacral authority. And then when that happens, I either, you know, I edit the word or I change it or I just tell myself, I make a point not to use that word again. But on the other hand, when I'm using language that feels aligned, I'm talking faster. I might trip over my letters as I'm typing because I'm really excited about what I'm putting out there. You're listening to this show. I know that you believe in energy and you know that words have an energy all their own. This book helps you work through what energy you're communicating through your words. And I know that brand voice doesn't sound like you know, you have to do it tomorrow. It doesn't sound super special. I'm not claiming that once you have a brand voice one pager, you're immediately going to make 10K months. But I can promise you that voice is a huge part of feeling confident and feeling capable in what you're doing in your business, which is going to bring a whole new energy to the results that you're getting. This book came from my belief in brand voice as a mechanism to get you to what you want, like more aligned clients that you really wanna work with, more enjoyment and fun and fulfillment within your business, more ease, feeling more excited, more clear around what you're doing and where you're going. That's a result that I bet you didn't think you could get from a book, especially a book about brand voice, but my choosing this medium of a book is strategic. There's a reason that I'm not building out another online course or a group coaching program or a mastermind. The book is a book first and foremost. There's a lot to read. There's a lot to learn within it. It's also a journal and a workbook and all that's wrapped into one package. You can write in it, you can make it your own and bonus, you can pull it out whenever you need it. You can reference it and there's no password. It's portable also. I decided to make it a little bit smaller through my editing process. So it's going to be really easy to bring it along to a coffee shop or do a little DIY retreat for yourself. I know I'm doing a staycation next week and I think it would be perfect for that. If you want a copy for yourself, there's a link in the show notes you can click or you can go to clearcourtscreative.co slash books. I want to thank everyone who's already ordered a copy. I, I don't 100% know who each of you is, but I am very grateful. Coming from the model where I used to be able to see all the sales come in and I was the one doing the shipping, it's a little bit weird, not going to lie, to be selling on Amazon and not seeing your names come up in my inbox. I, know, I realized this week that the reports don't even show real time, so I don't even know if the numbers are accurate. I definitely don't know till the next day. The suspense of that is not my favorite. Uh, and it's feeling a little bit disconnected. Just the fact that I don't know people's names as it's happening, but... It's okay, I'm, I'm handling it. If you decide to order a copy, go to Amazon and search Brand Voice or my name, Chantal Andercastle, then message me and we can get very excited about it together while you wait for your copy. Oh, I should also talk about my book launch team promo. That felt very aligned for me in February. It's kind of an interesting story of alignment that I wanna share with you. I had been working this idea around in my mind for most of February and just not coming up with anything that I really loved. Book teams are very useful, especially in traditional publishing, because you're trying to get those pre-orders and trying to get those numbers for the launch day. It's super helpful in hyping up a new book and boosting the launch day performance. 
but I just couldn't find a model that I really liked. And honestly, as a self-publisher, I am doing all the things myself. And so I, this is kind of like something I didn't really get to because I was working on making the book as great as I wanted it to be. So I noticed in my research around launch teams that I just wasn't responding to the advice that I was reading and I wasn't connecting with any of the examples. And then I was journaling in the first few minutes of this intentional networking call. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in Meaningful Actions. Uh, It was led by Mariah Magazine. Uh, And it came to me, each person who purchases the book online using my keywords, reads and reviews it on Amazon, and puts the review up in a form that I've created is currently getting a one-on-one mentorship call with me. It's a great way to test out working with me one-on-one for a super low cost. Typically action calls are 220 Canadian for one call. But if you're going this route instead, if you're doing the book review thing, you're only paying the price of the book, which is approximately $30 Canadian. So basically you're getting like 190-ish dollars off and working privately with me on your business, either on the topic of brand voice, I can take you further into what you've worked on in the workbook, or we can talk about absolutely anything else that you want and make some progress in another area of your business as well. And you're really doing me a favor with that. The book doesn't have much of a chance without sales and reviews. That's what makes the whole algorithm go round. Every single review helps the book get seen in search results and helps browsers, helps buyers understand if the book is for them. I know when I'm buying from a smaller publisher or a newer author, I'm looking at reviews to see if that book is going to be a fit for me. And so I totally get and I respect that aspect of buyer behavior. I've talked a ton about social proof on the show. It's an area of business that I'm very passionate about, but reality is I cannot write the reviews myself. So that's where you come in. Today, I actually woke up from a dream where I had 500 book sales. And in the dream, I was scream crying. And listen, that could totally happen in real life. I'm just gonna try and manifest that. I hope to get there one copy at a time. And I couldn't do it without you. So thank you so much. Launching the book this month felt very aligned for me. And It also felt aligned to share in that excitement with all of you. So whether you commented on Instagram or you ordered your copy or you're listening to this episode right now, thank you. Let's move on now to not so aligned. The first thing I wanna talk to you about in this section is selling off the remaining copies of Facet Magazine. I'm selling them as a bundle. If you've been a longtime listener, you know that Beyond Brand Voice like the book I just published, first existed in this kind of hybrid magazine workbook kind of format. And it used to be part of a quarterly subscription. I shifted all of that over the last six months and now I'm focusing on publishing them all as books, but I still have some paper copies of that version left. Not a whole ton. I was conservative with my ordering, but I have about seven total bundles. So that's one of each issue in groups of four. I was trying to creatively sell those off mostly to close the energetic loop. It's less about recouping my printing costs and more about just symbolically clearing out the old to make way for the new. So I'd been deliberating about what to do with these. And my initial thought was, okay, I'm going to use these individual copies to test drive workshops that match each of the topics because the topics from the old issues will match, like those are going to become the new books. But I wasn't getting a lot of a sacral yes around that. Um, so what I mean was I was putting this off in a really big way. I was leaving solid weeks in between working on a strategy or a plan for the bundles. And eventually I actually left it so late that the promo time 
like blended into the lunchtime for the book, which obviously wasn't going to work. It doesn't make sense to take attention off the book to sell the old version of the magazine. That was definitely not aligned and just not a smart business move either. So I decided to scrap my content plan for that and put it on hold. I've decided that when I do launch a workshop, it's going to be based off the book version. Bundles are still up for sale on the website. So if you do happen to want all copies, that's one of each topic at a discount. You can find that at clearquartzcreative.co slash facet dash bundle. I'll pop that direct link into the show notes to make that an easy click if you do want that. Uh, but to recap on the whole not aligned bit, I knew that this wasn't aligned because I first I procrastinated and then I totally rushed it and I self-sabotaged it by coinciding with my book launch. Those are a few markers for me personally that something just isn't aligned. Misalignment could show up for you in the same way as it does for me or it might look and feel different. Knowing what that feels like is key because then you're able to start to sense it early enough to stop yourself from making as many mistakes that cost you time or cost you money. That's why I always encourage you to self-reflect on your most aligned decisions, like the ones that you've recently made that feel aligned and your most unaligned decisions so that you can start to understand your own inner process around all of that. I will remind you at the end of this episode to actually do this and not just brush past it because it's going to feel really good. It's going to be very informative for you. All right, next non-aligned. Although I'm on time with putting out episodes for my other show, I launched another podcast last month called the Human Design Profiles, an entrepreneurship podcast. I'm on time. I haven't like messed up my production, publication, publication schedule. I do have this lag of between two to four months between when I record the episode with the guest and when I air them on the show. And that's just not going to work. I tried to speed this up. I decided I was going to put out two episodes per week in season one. But even then, the lag time between recording and then airing them just isn't working out. For example, a few people have changed their Instagram handles since we recorded. Just like too much time has passed. And someone even changed their podcast name. So a few of those conversations just aren't feeling fresh or timely anymore by the time that I'm posting them. It is my first season with that show and it's the first time in a while that I've had guests. So I can understand why I'm having a few issues like this that I have to sort out. I'm not feeling bad about it. I just am wanting to use the sensation of being out of alignment to fix it for future seasons. So something I'm working on is I've decided when the next two seasons are going to be. Um, And in the midst of making that decision, I decided I'm going to do three seasons in 2024 instead of two. I'm feeling good about that. So the second season is going to air like May to July-ish. And the third season is going to be from September to November. And as much as the two times a week schedule feels a little bit grueling in terms of my behind the scenes admin work, I'm going to stick with it because the series just feels like something that people want to listen to quickly and they might want to play a bunch of episodes in a row. So my plan is to schedule two blocks of marathon recording weeks, one before the start of the season and then one midway through so that the interviews are going to be able to air closer to when they were recorded. Lastly, let's shift into my most meaningful actions for February. As you listen, see if you can start thinking of your own most meaningful actions. You can learn a lot by listening to mine, but you can learn more by listening to yourself. Okay, first, I went to two really excellent networking calls this month. I haven't been to any in a really long time, surprisingly long time. Uh, One of them is a 
It's called a human design happy hour. It's led by Anna Nichols, who's a human design mentor. And I will link to that in the show notes. It's been really fun. It was, it's free. It's on Wednesdays at noon, my time zone. Um, and both times I've gone, I really enjoyed it. Next, I went to Mariah Magazine's Intentional Networking. That was a huge group of people, but I met like somehow there was no overlap. I didn't already know anyone in the room. And it was, uh, as I talked about earlier in the show, it was her journaling time that led me to figure out exactly how I wanted to do the book launch for myself. Uh, So without that seven minutes, I don't know if I would be doing all of these free mentorship calls, which is something that I just feel really passionate about. So I think I have her holding that space to thank for that. So a plug for Mariah Magazine's Intentional Networking. I'll put her Instagram in the show notes too. Next, I was a part of the Let's Get Digital Bundle and the Love Your Business Summit. They're a little different from each other. I'm pretty behind the times on these. Uh, It's my first bundle ever and it was only my second summit. This particular bundle brought in a lot of leads. I doubled my email list, which was very cool. I decided to feature my mini affirmations course. That one's called the Gem Collection. Super good experience with that. And then for the summit, I did a presentation on social proof and systems that incorporate ChatGPT's help. And for that one, I got really great feedback from some people who attended and watched the talk. And I really enjoyed networking with all the other presenters as well. So that was a really positive part of February. And lastly, I did a solo brainstorming session about the direction that I'm taking Clear Quartz Creative and just took some time to start planning for the rest of this year. Because I didn't know when the book was actually going to launch or how long it was going to take, because I was doing it on my own and I've never launched a book before, it wasn't possible for me to plan out the whole year until I had launched one. And then I figure now that I understand that, now that I know exactly what that entails, I just have a better idea and I can plan out the rest of my year accordingly. So one thing that came up in my brainstorming was that I want to be able to prioritize in-person experiences and connections. Online is great, but it's not that great for me. I can easily fall into like, well, everyone's teaching workshops online. That's how it's done. But for me, I really need to be in the same room. I want to be teaching workshops that are truly interactive. It's not through a screen where I'm able to give people feedback live, where I'm able to help you work through what's actually coming up as you're bringing more self-awareness, more intention into your business while you're taking action. So ideally, I'm hoping to guide the business into being able to run workshops both locally and also traveling and create a workshop series that is based on the topics that I'm covering inside my books so that I can actually use the books from the Aligned Action series in the workshops themselves. So they'll become workbooks and like visual aids and reminders that then participants can use in an ongoing kind of way. I'm sure I'll be telling you more about that in future episodes. I feel very pumped about it and I've already taken some aligned action on that myself. So that was a very meaningful part of this month for me. I'm sure you've noticed as you've been listening to these alignment reports, I am often changing course. What makes sense for me one month then turns around and doesn't make sense for me the next. And What makes sense for most entrepreneurs, honestly, changes all the time because our context, the world around us is 
always changing, always evolving. It's helpful for me to be able to do these recaps. And I'm very grateful for you for listening to these recaps because it makes me pay attention in a whole different way. I get to be much more mindful about what's going on like around me and just for me, within me. And I want you to be able to experience that as well. So now it's your turn. Think about what was most aligned for you in February. You can ask yourself questions like you can ask yourself which people did I enjoy surrounding myself with? Or what were my easy yeses this month? Or what felt most satisfying, most successful? Once you're done with that thought exercise, you can move on to what wasn't aligned. So maybe what was an immediate no, or what turned into a no once you tried it out? What mistakes did you make? What can you learn from them? And lastly, most meaningful actions. What are you most proud of? this past month? What really made a difference in how you feel about your business, how you feel about yourself in business? Maybe where did you have the most fun? You could journal this or you might just think it through. Either way, all good. But do reflect on February right now and put great intention into the month ahead. 